episode of Where I Long to Be, a magical trip report podcast. I'm your host, Virginia. For today's episode, I got the chance to sit down with Bree, who is Bree Runs Disney on Instagram. Bree is a travel agent who specializes in Disney and Universal, and for this trip, she is heading down to Walt Disney World with her two daughters, Ellie and Caroline, Caroline's best friend, Brielle, Brielle's mom, Emily, and Brielle's little sister, Emery. That will be a lot of girl power in one trip. Before we get into the episode, I'd love it if you would press subscribe on your podcast app so that you'll be notified of new episodes as soon as they come out. I'll give you a second to do that. Okay, now that you're subscribed, let's get to Brie. Welcome to the podcast, Brie. How are you doing? And thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, I'm doing great. I uh, got lots of candy from the trick-or-treating here on Halloween. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm I'm happy that you didn't show up in a costume because then I would have felt totally out of place in my like still in my work clothes. I thought Oh, I should I should change into my Disney Halloween onesie, and I just didn't have time. <laughs> so here I am on Halloween. Yeah, I'm actually a, a teacher during the day, so I got to wear my costume all day long. So I was ready to take off the Hermione Granger uh, outfit that I wore this year. Are you a Hermione Granger type, would you say? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I identify as a Hermione as well. So mm-hmm. I'm a my uh, my Instagram Facebook page handle is um, Book with Brie, and it's partly because of my love for reading and fantasy mm-hmm. is my my main genre. But yeah, mm-hmm. I I definitely am that bookish Hermione Granger. Mm-hmm. Nice, not a bad thing to be at all. Um, okay, so we are talking today because you have an upcoming trip, very upcoming trip. If I am not mistaken, you leave tomorrow. Is that right? We sure do. We are waking up bright and early, 6 a.m., and we are going to make the six-hour drive from Charleston, South Carolina. It's really not too bad. Um, We always kind of alternate driving, and plus the kids get to sleep the whole first half, so that by the time we get there around noon, we are ready to hit the the road running for our, our Disney trip. Okay. I love Charleston. I have to tell you, I grew up in North Carolina. And when I was younger, we used to do like a week vacation with our whole extended family on the Isle of Palms every year. So love Charleston. Listeners of the podcast will know how obsessed I am with shrimp and grits. And I have had some of the best shrimp and grits in my life in Charleston, South Carolina. I wish I could tell you where. I don't remember the names of any of the places, but yeah, some really good stuff. (laughs) Head downtown. You'll definitely get the best seafood, the best grits, uh, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also, I do remember it's the very first place I ever had a Shirley temple when I was little. Cause I remember thinking that that was just such a grown up drink and I was allowed to order it because we were on vacation. And so lots, lots of fond vacation memories in Charleston. Yeah. So you're driving down and you, what time did you say you're leaving? You said it's a six hour drive. It's a six hour drive. So we are going to get up at six and then, well, depending on traffic, because we're leaving early, sometimes it can be five and a half and then sometimes it can be six. 
So um, yep, we're going to get up at 6 a.m. And my van is already packed and loaded. And I just got to put the kids in and they can go to sleep. And then we're going to pick up our friends who we're going with. And, uh, and then we're going to drive. Okay. Tell me a little bit about your Disney background. How did you, how did you get into it? I believe you are a trip planner as well. Is that correct? Yes, I am a trip advisor with Castle Explorers and I have been with them for a year now. And, uh, but however, my love for Disney has been a long time. Um, Back when I had my uh, second daughter back in um, 2018, I decided, hey, I'm gonna sign up for these run Disney races, see what they're all about. And I, um, I ran the half marathon. I actually did the challenge. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to burn off this baby weight. And um, so I did the, um, the 10K on a Saturday and then the half on a Sunday. And running through the parks, yes, it's at like 4.30 in the morning, but the character greets that they have that you can take pictures with, running through all of the... Um, especially down Main Street, like they'll let people cheer and you get to run through the castle. So pretty much I got suckered in. I did the one race and I was like, oh, now I got to keep doing them. So typically my family, we visit every February and I run the Disney princess races. But then um, this past year, I actually did the marathon this past January and you get to run through all four parks and get this. If you, when the last park you run through, um, well, second to last is Animal Kingdom, you can ride the rides when you're running. So like Everest, I rode Everest. Um, I didn't have time. Like there are some people who get to do Tower of Terror when they're going through Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. I didn't make it. I wasn't running that fast. <laughs> but it's really cool that any of the rides that are along the route, they mm-hmm. let you get in the fast, fast lane and ride that ride. And then you can continue with the race. You just wow. got to make sure you have a fast enough pace to uh-huh. not get caught by the balloon ladies. But anyways... My love of Disney started then, and then I just became a planner. I would help friends plan their trips. Um, as I said, I am a teacher, so a lot of times it was always coworkers. And if they had young children and they knew how much I loved um, going to Disney and that I would go yearly, they would um, like ask for advice, how to do Genie Plus, dining, all of that. And eventually I was like, you know what, I... I should, I mean, actually they recommend, they're like, how are you not a travel agent? And I was like, well, I applied one time and they said, oh, we have too many people in South Carolina. So then I applied with um, Castle Explorers and just with um, the experience that I had, they were like, we feel like you'd be a great fit and a lot of connections with my school, my students and I actually have, um, we have a community service club at my school where their reward trip is going to Disney every year. So I even, I enjoy doing the big group. And last year we had 48 people go in May, students and chaperones. And it was just, it it was just great because for my students, it was all of them, it was their first time ever going. So it was truly magical. Wow. Wow, talk about a large group planning. I mean, I mm-hmm. I think about, you know, families that have, you know, 10, 12 people going, that seems like a pretty big group. But 
to plan for a group that big, that, that takes it to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. So how involved are you in, in that trip planning? Are you the only person doing the planning? Yes. For, for my school's trip. Yes. So I'm actually a PE teacher, so I'm coach Jackson. So they're pretty much like coach Jackson, you, you do all of that stuff and the itineraries. And then pretty much when we, um, the chaperone trip beforehand is, this is what we're doing. These are your dining times and all of that. And then, um, and then we just, we go from there, but they definitely know that, um, they're happy to let me do it. And then when they're there, they're like, oh, thank you so much. Because, um, yeah, that, it takes a lot off of everybody else to just be like, this is what you're doing. Here's your paper and your itinerary and go have fun. <laughs> right. And if you are a Hermione Granger, then that mm-hmm. is right up your alley and what you would want to yes. do anyway. So mm-hmm. it works out perfectly. Win-win. It does. And I always joke around too, because when I have clients who are there and I help them get their virtual um, cues, and for some, I even help them get their Genie Plus selections. It, I mean, I feel like I'm there. I know I'm not, but I'm like, I'm getting as much joy as though I were there. So it kind of works that uh, um, my second calling in life would be a, a Disney trip advisor and Universal too. But my children are younger, so we definitely do the Disney. But as soon as they hit four feet, mm, we're going to go over to Universal and try those big rides. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, speaking of your kids, tell us a little bit about the ages of your kids and and really who all is going to be on this trip together. So um, my oldest, um, Ellie, she is seven years old and her best friend from school is going with us with her mom and her younger sister. So um, Brielle is also seven. And then my youngest daughter, Caroline, she is five. And so then um, Brielle's younger sister, Emery, she is two. But we have, um, we like to say we're having a girl's trip. All of us going, uh, leaving the husbands behind. And we're just going to girl it up and have fun. All the princess parties and character greets. That sounds like a ton of fun. Okay. And such pretty names for all those girls. I love it. Um, I, I personally, back in the day, showing the age, I had a Cabbage Patch Kid and her name was Emery. <laughs> so I have a special mm-hmm. fondness for that name. Yes. Okay. So that is six of you total. Mm-hmm. Okay. And where are you going to be staying for this magical adventure? So we are going to be staying at Boardwalk, which does tend to be one of our favorites that we go to. It's really nice being an Epcot resort that you can, now that they have that back entrance there and um, even just riding the Skyliner is fun, but um, we definitely love it when we can stay at an Epcot resort like that because it's just so convenient being able to go to the parks. And then if you need to take a little midday break, it's right there. And plus they are, um, they're also kind of um, renovating Boardwalk and changing the bakery. So it's really fun. Um, Every time we go back, like I said, we do try to go yearly. It's uh, fun being able to see right there on the Boardwalk as they are changing the face fronts of those buildings and adding in the bakery. The last time we were there, they just added the coffee shop, sweet shop. So we know where we're going to be going for breakfast. (laughs) 
I was there recently and it's a really sweet little coffee shop. Um, it's straight. The one thing that's strange to me, and I've said this uh, on a prior episode, I think is like, there's a lot of wasted space in there. Like there's space where there could be tables and there aren't, and I'm not sure why. So I don't know if they're going to be continuing to make changes to that little coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nice to have it um, there and available as an option to grab your coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Boardwalk, what is the room configuration going to be like? Are you getting two separate rooms or are you getting a, a villa where all of you can stay? We, we're getting just like the standard garden view room. But because Emery is two, she is considered an infant. So she doesn't technically count towards the room because she can sleep in that bed with her mom or in um, a pack and play. Um, but we do have that fifth sleeper. So normally my daughter Ellie likes to sleep with Brielle, besties, and uh, they will sleep on that sleeper. And then we have the two queens. So it's plenty of room and just the, that standard deluxe. Okay. That's the benefit of them being so little still. They may not be able yes. to ride the rides at Universal yet, mm-hmm. but you can get them into a room. Okay. Oh, yes. And and the free food for the, the sit-down dinners that they auto, uh, if they're two and under, they automatically get a plate. And it's definitely worth it and not having to pay that full um, ticket price once they turn three. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the tickets then. So what kind of tickets do you have? Are you an annual pass holder or are you buying um, dated tickets? Yes. So I am an annual pass holder um, just because, yes, I bring my family every year. We, t- we do one big trip, um, but we will try to do some weekend ones, usually during the holidays. So this is going to be our first time going for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Um, last year, maybe two years ago, we did the, um, very merry Christmas party. So, um, we do try to do some like long weekends when we can. And then with my agency, we, we get hosted by Disney a couple times to come down and do what they call a fam trip. And it's just a way for us to keep seeing all of the new things Disney adds because, they're adding stuff all the time. And plus, even though I've gone more than oh, 10 times, say, every time I go, I find something new. Like the other time, to- um, I was just there in August, and I didn't even know about the pixie dusting that you could do in the wishing well. That was So I was like, wow. And so every time, there's always that new, new thing that you find, which uh-huh. is great. Okay, follow-up question to that. If you got pixie dusted, how many shampoos did it take to get it out of your hair? (laughs) So I was lucky. They did it for my daughters, but Uh I did see adults getting it done. But um, I actually do. I don't, I'm not sure how long it was in their hair. I was still there, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah. Gotta love the pixie dust. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you're an AP uh, does that mean that Ellie and Caroline are also APs? So they are not, um, just because um, it's more cost-friendly for us to just buy their um, daily tickets when we go. In the past, um, we've had family members who are military, 
And if you can get these salute tickets that are through Shades of Green with that military member, they're a huge, huge discount. But obviously those those military and service members deserve deserve that um, discount. And that gives them almost 60% off. So we've used trips before where we've went with um, their uncle who was in the Army. Um, their their dad used to be in the Marine Corps. So we've used the salute tickets a lot. But now that he's out... Um, we, we tend to use either the promos that they have going on or we'll just use the uh, base tickets. Okay. How long is your trip? How many nights? So um, we, we get in on Wednesday would be our first night. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We are leaving Sunday. So four nights. Plenty of time to enjoy Disney. Oh, yes. Definitely. Plenty of time. I mean, I'll take as much time as I can get, frankly. Um, if somebody was like, we'll fly you down and you can go for two hours. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Seeing as you're driving down, I wanted to ask, do you typically use the Disney transportation? I know at Boardwalk, you're going to have easy access to Hollywood Studios and to Epcot. But like when you go to Magic Kingdom, will you take the Disney buses or will you hop in the car? So definitely going to Magic Kingdom, we will use the buses. Um, when you take the buses through Disney, they drop you off right there at Magic Kingdom's entrance. If you were to drive your own vehicle, it takes you to the Ticket and Transportation Center, which once you park there, it's a walk to get there. And then you either have to take the um, monorail or you can take the boat. So we definitely take Disney's bus transportation to Magic Kingdom because it's a uh, dropping you off right there. Mm -hmm. um, what about Animal Kingdom? Is that in the plans? And if so, will you drive over there? So normally, um, because Animal Kingdom is so far away, uh, we would normally use our vehicle because a lot of times we will use Animal Kingdom as kind of like a half day park or we'll start there and then go to Hollywood Studios. And just for time, we would use our vehicle. And because I'm an annual pass holder, that, that parking is free. So it really, it doesn't hurt me either way to use my car. But if I did have to pay for parking, I probably would be using that bus transportation just to save the cost. All right. Before we get into the sort of the the day by day plans, is there anything special about the group that you'll need to be taking into consideration? Any food allergies? Any DAS that you'll be taking advantage of? Anything like that? I don't think we have to deal with any any allergies. Definitely not from my two girls. Um, but with Emery um, being so young, she definitely needs those naps during the day. So we, we will be building in a two-hour nap typically around noon. But even with my kids, um, now that we're staying at Boardwalk, even if we go to Hollywood Studios, it's nice being able to just go back to your room, even if it's putting your feet up for an hour. Half the time, my kids are like, let's go to the pool. I'm like, you want to go for an hour by the time you change and whatnot? Um, but they still do. So we definitely try to build in those breaks. That way you don't get kids that are overtired because one of the things that I always tell people about is the whatever that evening show is, whether, whether it's the fireworks at Magic Kingdom or Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios, it's just 
an epic way to end your night with mm-hmm. just the magic of Disney. So I always tell people, don't be afraid to, to build in a nap or even a, a late start. I mean, you can definitely do everything if you're, if you're planning it out to where you're not going to be stressed trying to get everything and then um, be too tired and not enjoy everything. So we definitely build those breaks into our daily plans. So we have one, a two hour break every single day we are at Disney. We are making um, Thursday is our recovery day since we're doing the Halloween party on Wednesday. So we'll be, we'll be up late for that one. So as a runner, I do think that the wine and dine is going on while you are there you're not participating in any of the races. Is that I'm correct? not. Sadly, I'm not. When I when know. I found How's out, feel? <laughs> I know. So yeah, when I found out that 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 uh, race was going on, there I was like, hmm, do I try to sign up for the Twitter alerts that lets you know when registrations open? But I was like, all right, I'll just I'll enjoy it. But the nice thing is, um, they do run around Boardwalk for the half so i'll just wake up early that morning and go out and cheer cheer for the runners and be like oh, i kind of wish there was me but i can sign up for the next one it's okay <laughs> yeah i i just interviewed uh yesterday actually um john who is going to be doing all three races um, nice so, yeah you'll definitely be able to tune in and hear how mm-hmm. his experience uh was doing that all right so let's into the details of this trip. So you're you're getting up in the morning super early, you're driving down there. I imagine you'll you'll first get checked in, but after you're checked in and, and settled, whether your room is ready or or not, what's the first order of business? Probably the first order. Um, we're definitely hoping we can get our room. Disney's great in that um, a lot of times when you check in in the app, you can say what time you are getting there. And even then, if your room's not ready, a lot of times you can go to the front desk and ask them if there is a room that is available. And most times Disney can accommodate that. So I feel pretty good that since we're getting in around 12, 1230, that um, we should be able to get into a room by two. So we'll probably just relax in our rooms, um, set everything out, have the girls get into their Halloween costumes because when we travel down, we all wear pajamas to be comfy in the car. So we'll probably get ready for that. And then it's always fun just exploring the resorts, even if we're just exploring boardwalk and walking through that just to save some time. Um, it's just the magic of Disney. I'm telling you when, when you're there, it's just, you're, you're on vacation. So really it's going to be, um, it's going to be good to be back. And then, um, we'll just gradually make our way over to Magic Kingdom and get that Halloween party started. I forgot to ask when we were talking about who was going to be going on the trip, but will this be a first trip for, Brielle and Emery's mom or for for the two of them? So, no, it won't be because last year when I did Disney Princess, I, um, Emily is the mother of Brielle. I messaged her and said, hey, would you want to do a 10K with me? 
And so I, I suckered her into it. And so she was like, I've never taken my family to Disney. We'll go. So she came that time with her husband and they had a separate room. And then um, my daughters and I, we had a separate room. And that was their first time ever to Disney. And I gave them the Disney bug. So now they wanted to go back. When I was like, hey, would you want to go for a Halloween party? They were all totally for it. <laughs> so it worked out great. Okay. All right. So Halloween party, they will all have day tickets. So you will be limited to the four o'clock entry time. I have seen firsthand as I've left Magic Kingdom, the crowd that builds up waiting to get in for the party. So is your plan to try to be at the front of that crowd? No. So if you were to try and beat that crowd for the four o'clock, you would have to be getting there at two thirty and three o'clock. And if you have younger children like we do with Emery, she wouldn't she wouldn't be able to handle it, especially because there's not that great of shade right outside Magic Kingdom. And if you're waiting there in that line and that sun, and hopefully it's not too hot because we're going here in um, October, November. But yeah, we're we're definitely going to. Um, it's crazy the difference between getting there at four and then getting there at four thirty, four forty-five. Because the people who are there right there at four, they're having to wait half an hour. While if you just come in half an hour later, forty-five minutes later, you're walking in in like ten minutes. If that, sure. if you're in there at four, at five o'clock, you're probably just walking right in. That's a good plan. I'm, I pulled up the weather because I keep Orlando as the second tab <laughs> oh, in my weather checking. app. And tomorrow is only a high of 72. So it's be very comfortable for you. <laughs> today they were yeah. up to 85. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge difference between today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Halloween party, What it, what's going to be your priority for the Halloween party? Because there's the rides, of course, but there's also the specific things that you can only get at the party. So what, what are you going to focus on? Yes. So we definitely look at that on what is offered at a party that wouldn't be at um, during a normal park visit. So when we do get there, 435, um, because the party technically doesn't start until um, 6, 7, um, we will do those, those rides during that time. Cause that's what's open. But as soon as that Halloween party starts, we are definitely making the Halloween part our priority. So we're definitely going to be looking for the trick or treat stations, which I already have them built into my itinerary and where they are at. But Disney's great in that they do give you a little map of where the characters are. So we're going to save our character greets for later in the evening because the wait times for the character greets, the it just gets smaller and smaller the later into the evening you get. Um, same thing kind of goes with the parades. If you go to the later parade, there's going to be a lot more space for you to find spots without you having to be there so much earlier. So really, we're going to snack on all of the yummy Halloween treats that I've seen right when the party starts over on um, that first parade. Um, so really we want to, we really want to try um, getting those snacks. And I saw these sweet potato fries and they, oh, with marshmallows. I, it, that's like where I'm going to be right when the party opens. Cause um, they do say that those run out and I'm, I'm hoping that because uh, November 1st is the last Halloween party that, it's not like limited, like, hey, we're getting rid of the last of the supply. So we'll see. So we're definitely going to 
do all those snacks first and then the um, trick-or-treat station, some rides in between, and then we're going to try going for the Tron virtual queue. Fingers crossed. Ellie and Brielle are tall enough. They're like right there. Um, so we're going to see if we can get that Tron because they have not done that yet. I, I got to do that with my students last May, but for the rest of my party, they have not. But we can definitely do the rider swap, which is great because um, Emily can wait with Emery and then as soon as I'm off she can go next. Um, for the party night what time does that Tron virtual queue start? It opens up at 6 p.m. Okay. So we will be ready. Um, normally it opens an hour before so I'll be able to have our group join the virtual queue but um, or at least my party and then right at six o'clock we can boop join Join that virtual queue, and I'll I'll be ready to go. <laughs> okay. Getting back to the trick or treating, when you said you were worried about like the snacks, and hopefully they're not running out, it made me think. I bet you're gonna get more candy at this party than you would have at the others because they're trying to get rid of the candy. Get rid of it. Yeah, they can't use it anymore. So, yeah, that that is good too. Yeah. Okay, so when when you are back from your trip, we're going to want an estimate, like a visual estimate of like what you could compare the load of candy to. Like, did you get as much candy as like a Thanksgiving turkey? <laughs> oh, I'll be sure to take pictures, and we'll 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 see how much that is. I can also compare. I I'm definitely a big avid Facebook group follower of everything Disney, and there is one just for the Halloween party. And if I have to be that specific and see what everyone's piles look like before and after, I'll do it and be like, yes, yes, <laughs> that was worth that November first party. Uh-huh. Okay. For the characters that will be at the party, are there any that you specifically are excited to see? Ooh, so we are going to do seven dwarves because those, those will be fun. Um, my girls love the Snow White ride, so we definitely want to meet with them. Now, Jack and Sally, <laughs> we are going to play that one kind of by ear and what the weight looks like, um, just because that line can get hours long. So we would kind of make that call at the end of the night um, because the party ends at midnight and Hey, if we're feeling crazy and it's 1155 and there's an hour wait, we, we might do it. Um, Brielle, she, uh, she went as Sally today for Halloween in school. So I know, and, and that's like their favorite movie too, or at least for Brielle and her family. So I think we might have to do Jack and Sally while we were there. But those are those are our main two that we would like to do. How do you think these kids are going to handle the late hours of the party? Are they going to be so hyped up on sugar that they're going <laughs> to make it to the end? So um, I like this or well, people like to joke around and say that, oh, yeah, there's Disney tired. My kids do not apply to any of those normal properties of hey your kids can go to the beach all day they can swim all day and they'll be exhausted no my kids can do that and they come back and they still want to stay up super late so my kids get like an, an extra wind when they're at disney and they don't end until it ends but the nice thing is um i have a double stroller and even though my kids technically would 
most people would say they're not they're too big for a stroller I will bring that thing every time because if they need a little break they can jump in it and even though it's a double B.O.B., you can really fit three kids in it because it's one, two, and then the third one can go like on the wheel. So now that we're having Emery come and Brielle, it's just an advantage to have that. Hey, if they need to take a cat nap in there, they totally can. Um, but then we also have the option too if uh, Emily wants to take Emery back to Boardwalk, she totally can. And if Brielle wants to stay with us and go until midnight, she can go till midnight. But we have that that nice flexibility with having two adults. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds like a ton of fun. I will wait until we follow up with you to find out all of the costume choices. So we'll keep that as mm-hmm. a, a little tease for anybody who is listening to this uh, pre-trip to entice you to come back for the post-trip. So the next day is Thursday, November 2nd. I imagine that you'll probably get a little bit later start because of the party, but where are you headed on Thursday? So with Thursday being our rest day, we're definitely going to make that a pool day. So it's going to be a sleep-in day. Go enjoy the pool. Um, My girls love the slide at Boardwalk. It's really long, and they love it. So we will definitely turn that day into probably a pool mid-morning kind of day. And then um, we actually have reservations at um, T-Rex. I've heard great things about it, but I've never tried it before. And so for all of us, that's going to be a first time doing that. So we're going to do that for our lunch. And then we also have a storybook dining for dinner. But we're also going to kind of see how we're feeling the night before if we're like hey that's too much let's let's drop one i mean if we have to we can always modify and just pick one or the other so we're just gonna kind of play by ear see what the kids want to do and if they want to see some dinosaurs or if they want to see snow white and the evil queen because she's always a hoot so we'll see what we're going to do that day that's a fun dining opportunity i yes and the queen is just hilarious hilarious yes it's a good time it's Mm -hmm. a good time highly recommend all right so friday november the third i imagine you're probably going to do epcot or hollywood studios just because they're close by is that the case yep so we are going to do hollywood studios on friday um we just wanted to i guess because Epcot is so close, we wanted to make that our last day on Saturday. So Friday, we will do Hollywood Studios. And I did look at our crowd calendars um, when I look at those. Yeah, they're, they're not too different between the two days, but Hollywood Studios was a little less busy on Friday than it is Saturday. So we decided um, to go with Hollywood Studios on our Friday day. Okay. Any dining reservations at Hollywood Studios? Oh, yes, we do have um, Woody's Rodeo Roundup, which I have done that before with my student trip. Um, But for the rest of the girls and uh, Emily, that will be their first time trying it. And it's such a cute restaurant. The the theming inside and the food is so good, too. And at least like the kid price, the kid price is like you can't beat it. So um, we're going to be doing that in um, Toy Story Land. So that will be really yummy and a good midday break. I have not made it over there yet, and I'm excited to try it. Well, excited 
and a little nervous to try it only because being somebody who's originally from North Carolina, I have uh, very strong opinions about barbecue. So, (laughs) so I'll I'll get over there eventually, I'm sure. But uh, I'll be interested to hear how you like it. I I spoke with one other uh, person on a previous episode who had younger kids and her kids were not fans of the barbecue things there. So they kind of didn't eat a whole lot, but I'm wondering if the fact that your kids are in South Carolina where barbecue is plentiful, will be fine with it because it's just like normal food. Well, the nice thing with the menu too is yes, it does have the barbecue, but it does have plenty of sides. So um, at least when I took my school group, um, a lot of them like the barbecue, but even if they didn't, they still had a lot of sides that they could pick from that they really liked. And, um, even the, uh, watermelon salad they really liked. So there was like a lot of variety that they could pick from, even if they weren't interested in the barbecue. Right. And that's an all you care to enjoy spot, correct? Yes. Yes. So you, you can, like um, ask, you for... can ask for more of it. Yes, you can. That's nice. Okay. All right. What are the priorities for what are the priorities for Hollywood Studios? Any particular rides or shows that you really are looking forward to? So um, I am a big Star Wars fan. So I I always swear up and down and I tell people that if you're going to do any ride at Hollywood Studios, you have to do Rise of the Resistance. And um, so if you're someone who does those early morning um, or that half hour that's early, if you're staying on property, it's worth it to do Rise of the Resistance. But I tell people, too, um, if there's somebody who does purchase Genie Plus or they they want their trip to be more enjoyable, purchase the Lightning Lane for Rise of the Resistance because it will save you an hour to two hours that you would be waiting in line. So we are definitely going to make Rise of the Resistance our priority. Um, The nice thing is some of the other rides that my daughters like, Slinky Dog um, and Mickey's Runaway Railroad, we can get those with Genie Plus. So we do vary the day on if we get Genie Plus on how many people are there. There are just some parks that we don't use Genie Plus for because we don't feel like it um you can maximize the rides that are there so but hollywood studios is one that we tend to use genie plus for okay um for rise of the resistance you you're saying you think you will get a lightning lane for the entire party. oh we 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 uh we will base it off on probably the night before thursday night be like do we want to get up early and go <laughs> to be there for those um that extra 30 minutes um, if we do that, then we'll just, we'll um, rope drop and go right there and you're not going to be waiting very long. But if we do decide to make it a, a genie plus day where we're stacking rides for the evening and we decide to sleep in a little bit more, then we will purchase Rise of the Resistance. Okay. Now, seeing that it's going to be November the 3rd, I am under the uh, assumption that you will see some major Christmas decorations up. Yes. Uh, fingers crossed. I am hoping for that. Yes. Uh, it's like we're going to be getting that Halloween while we're at Magic Kingdom. And they always say the day after Halloween, they start transforming everything into Christmas. So now that Hollywood Studios is having their Jollywood nights, 
Um, I'm hoping that we definitely will see that Christmas uh, stuff while we are there. And that will be super exciting because, I mean, every, whew, my family loves Christmas. I, I love that vintage Christmas look, too, specifically, mm -hmm. like the Hollywood Studios vibe, but make it Christmas. Um, that's yeah. a lot of fun. Do you know, I know that um, that they have had Santa meet and greets in the past. Is that something that you are aware of them doing still? Mm, I would have to double check this year because we're not going to, um, we're not going to the very merry mickey christmas party or the jollywood nights um i haven't checked to see i didn't think it was party specific but that's because i've never yeah. been at christmas time, so maybe it is mm -hmm. just party specific hmm. okay all right anything else for hollywood studios that you're like we have to do this on our so studios? we'll get a we'll get a pretty good idea um when we try when we go and do Tron, if our kids are tall enough to um, do the virtual queue for Tron, because if they are tall enough for that, then that means they can do rock and roller coaster. So for our girls, uh, um, that would be their first time ever riding that ride. So um, if we can get on that, that would probably be like a, a second priority to um, after Rise of the Resistance, like if they're tall enough, we're definitely doing it. And um, for my girls, that will be their first like upside down roller coaster. And so it'll be really yeah. exciting. And they love rides. So I'm not, it would be great being able to capture that ride photo of their face. Oh, fingers crossed. All right. I, I will keep all the fingers and toes crossed. Um, do they know that there is a loop in it? No, they don't. Okay, so will you keep that a secret and then at the end be like, surprise, you did a loop? Yeah, no, I think I will keep it a secret. It's funny because um, we did Tower of Terror last year and um, Ellie was scared to do it and Caroline was brave. She's like, oh yeah, I want to go do it. Somewhere in the middle of the ride, they, they switched and Ellie was like, oh, this is fun. And Caroline was like, I never want to do that again and was crying. She says she doesn't want to do it. So I, I think it will depend on the day and us going into it. I think if I'm like, oh, but I'm going to be there with you. It's going to be so much fun. I think Caroline might do it, but no harm, no foul if she decides to stay back with Miss Emily and uh, Emery for that rider swap. But we do like that ride, too. Tower of Terror is probably my favorite ride at Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm so good um and i'm so happy that my son alex finally got into the tower of terror joy because we traumatized him by taking him on when he was five <laughs> now he loves it and can't get enough love of it. it yeah mm -hmm. um, so th there's hope there's hope for caroline yes <laughs> <laughs> anything else to report for that day do you think you'll stay till till park close or um well we'll do that midday break um after that we'll we'll come back and we'll see what rides we have left to check off if any or we'll just come back for the phantasmic show um it's nice that yes we can build an itinerary but we're both emily and i uh, the moms we are very go with the flow so if a kid's not feeling it or they would rather rest and relax and stay longer um, back at Boardwalk, that's totally fine. And um, 
if they want to go for Fantasmic, which most times um, they all want to see the, the show at the end. So if, if we go back and just watch Fantasmic, it's totally, totally worth it to us. All right. So that takes us to Saturday, November the 4th, your Epcot day. Yes. What is it that's going to be on the itinerary for, for Epcot? I'm assuming based on the adventurous spirit I'm sensing from you that you definitely are going to have Cosmic Rewind on your list. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, my, my girls love that one. That's one where we will um, we'll do the virtual queue for that one. And a lot of times we will also buy the Lightning Lane for that one just because... It's just so much fun. I I always tell people, like, you have to go to Epcot. You have to do that ride <laughs> just because um, just uh, how smooth it is. I mean, I tell people it's not like your typical roller coaster. You're not going to get that feeling in your stomach, but it's just so enjoyable to go on. And my girls love it, too, the, the rock music in the back. And their their goal is to put their hands up for as long as they can. Um, during the whole ride so we we definitely have that on there but like I said we're always looking for something new and the um, the Moana exhibit is now open so that um, based on um, how busy the park is they do a virtual queue for that um, it oddly enough it's at it's at 9 a.m I'm always used to like the 7 a.m virtual queues so shouldn't be too bad getting that virtual queue in a callback time. Um, but with the Moana exhibit, it's an interactive water and garden exhibit. So the girls, especially my oldest, when um, when she was two and three, she would watch Moana all the way through restart Moana all the way through restart. <laughs> that was her favorite movie when she was two and three. So obviously my girls really love Moana. So I know for them to actually feel like they have that magic of the water responding to them. I know that's going to be uh, a really great experience for them. And even for, as an adult, just to just see how Disney and their um, Imagineers and engineers can just, come up with that creativeness to just how to get the water to do that. So I can't wait to take all of the videos and then in my mind trying to be like, how did they do this? <laughs> Cause it will be, it will be really cool to um, have that, that water experience with the Moana theme. Yeah. I'm, I'm betting you're going to spend a fair amount of time in that exhibit. So mm-hmm. I can't wait. It and I can't wait to experience it myself. I will not get to try it until uh, February, I don't think. But um, what else is uh, on your agenda that are must-dos for Epcot? So with Epcot, we um, because you have all of the countries there, we typically don't try to do a sit-down meal. Um, we did do the um, space. To 20 when that first came out but with Epcot once again having all those countries there's so many foods and snacks that you can try throughout so a lot of times um, we just really walk through around the world um, a lot of times we try to meet as many characters that we can that are out if Jasmine is out if Belle is out we will try and do all of those and we do try to look in the app and see what times they are out sometimes you you just hit them at the wrong point where they're like, oh, they're going for a break. And we're like, okay, we might be back. But usually once you start walking one way around, 
um, world showcase, you're, you're not going to go back. <laughs> so, um, but we like trying all of the different foods and snacks that they have out. Um, I was there in August for their, um, food and wine festival and that was amazing. So, um, we love trying all of the different foods and snacking around. Mm-hmm. And that will still be going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe the tail end. Yeah, I think maybe it ends sometime end, yeah. in November. So we'll try all. I'll be trying all the ones that I didn't get to try last time. So it'll be it'll be great. We love we love Epcot for. Uh, it's just I mean walking into each of the different countries is always so much fun, and you can hear the different music. Disney knows how to do it right. That's for sure. They really do. Well, your two-hour midday break is going to be super easy on this day. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when you come back, if the the girls want to come back after after the break, will you be interested in watching Epcot Forever? So we always stay for the fireworks, regardless, or the water show, depending on it, um, depending on which one is going on. And there is a difference in the shows depending on the year that you go. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll stay for it. I know I did hear that it is a shorter show. Um, some people like it, some people don't, but, um, every time we go, we just kind of like appreciate it because I mean, for them to coordinate lights, water, all of that, it's still going to be a, it's a way to just close, um, close the night with a magical magical disney so you have not seen epcot forever um i man i i don't believe i have the last time we were there we we went with my my daughters went in with us in august um and we also had a different friend who went and her daughters had never done frozen so we definitely took the risk of waiting in line for frozen and riding that ride where we did come out and we missed a lot of the show which, but we weren't too worried about it because we were still getting to do something new with our friends. So I don't think yeah. I've seen the whole whole thing. Okay. Yeah. M- most of the music for Epcot Forever is based on rides that are no longer there, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. But at the same time, it, you know, if, if you don't recognize the songs, it's not like some of the other shows where, you know, at least every once in a while you hear a song you recognize. Um, that's not really the case with it. So I feel like, I hate to say this, but I feel like it's, it's skippable. I mean, if mm-hmm. you like fireworks, um, you know, there's no harm in staying, but it's not like if, if you're tired and they want to go back, don't mm-hmm. feel like you're missing anything spectacular. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing is too, because we're, we have Epcot towards the end, um, we've, we've been able to do all the other parks really and see those big shows. So it, um, I mean, they're still they're still getting that 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 big show, whether they see that one or not. Okay. Anything else to report on for Saturday that you want to make sure you mention? Um, just um, the nice thing with Saturday and Epcot is it's a park that we, you can kind of show up later to and still be able to do everything. It's just not as um, there's not as many rides at Epcot. Um, but my daughter always, Caroline, her favorite ride is Figment. So we will for sure be doing that. And then um, we also enjoy Soren a lot. So we will be definitely doing those rides while, while we are there on Saturday. Okay. 
she is the first person I've ever heard say that their favorite ride is figment. So (laughs) I know, I know my youngest daughter, Caroline is a character and she thinks figment is hilarious and that he farts and he's stinky (laughs) and all like to her, it's the funniest thing ever. So I actually, um, sadly I didn't get in time, but I like to order the Disney run skirts and they had a figment print. And I was like, I am getting that for Caroline because she loves Figment. This will be the first trip that she's going on where Figment has been doing a meet and greet, if I'm Yes. Correctly. Yes. Okay. She so has are not you met going to make that happen? Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. Okay. <laughs> yep. She's going to love it. Okay. All right. Exciting. All right. So that brings us to your departure day, Sunday. What time do you think we hitting the road? And do you have any plans on this day to sneak in a last minute reservation for a meal or anything? Um, with my daughters and the tickets that they have remaining, they have one day left. So we will be going over to Animal Kingdom on Sunday. And we are going to be doing our favorite ride. I mean, it's kind of like even with Guardians. We are going to be doing Flight of Passage first thing. And then we are going to leave. We maybe maybe we'll do the Navi River ride. I mean, maybe if we have time for the safari, but it is worth it to us to go to Animal Kingdom and do Flight of Passage and be like, yes, that was totally worth our day because for the girls, my girls and I, um, we love that ride. Meanwhile, um, Emily, she and her daughters, they are going to be doing breakfast right there at, um, I'm going to say it wrong, Trattoria Al Fono. Trattoria Al Fono. There you go. Yes. Um, uh, We ate there last last year when we, or the beginning of this year when we went in February, and they loved the breakfast pizza. So they were like, can we eat there again? And I was like, yeah, I'll get you the reservation. So they're going to do breakfast while we go and do that ride. And then when we come back, our our goal is to hit the road by noon, one o'clock. Okay. All right. Well, this is a jam-packed girls trip. I'm really excited to hear how everything turns out, especially um, the Halloween party and especially hearing about how they like the journey of water since that's a favorite for them. So... I hope that you have a wonderful time. We'll make sure to have all of your information in the show notes. If anybody's looking for a travel advisor, that will be there and available for them. And hopefully everybody will come on over and listen to your post-trip episode, which is available and out at the same time as the one that you're currently listening to. So thank you so much for joining me, Bree. And I can't wait to talk to you again after your trip. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you, Bree, for taking the time to talk to me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please click forward to hear Bree's post-trip and find out how everything went. And as always, don't forget to keep daydreaming about where you long to be. 